Welcome to The Danger Room, a Marvel Crisis Protocol podcast focused on helping you to prepare for the opponents you are yet to face. We discuss strategy, tips, tricks, and things you should be considering to level up your gameplay. You can continue the conversation with us on our free Discord, and if you've been enjoying our podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon if you're in a position to do so. Links will be in the show notes. This is a competitive-focused podcast, so bear in mind that our opinions are focused through that lens. Regular members include Jacob, Sploosh, Mike, and Chewie. Hello, and welcome back to The Danger Room. I am on my own today. With My other co-hosts are off uh, either sick or playing in tournaments. Um, but I have my local and special guest with me, Andrew Olschwager. I think that's how I say your last name. Yeah. Sweet. What's up, Andrew? How are you doing? Great. So for the listeners, Andrew is... He lives in... Uh, he's in Laramie, Wyoming, and... Okay. Uh, our local meta is like here in Denver. Denver area is kind of large. We all drive like usually an hour or two to events, um, either in Wyoming or in the Denver area. Um, so it's pretty nice that people are willing to do that. But Andrew's uh, the local shark up in Wyoming. And uh, I met him and his crew for last year at Bug Eater. Uh, they've been playing at Marvel for about a year now. And Andrew was runner up at LVO this year. So, is there any? Uh, did, I get, did they get that right? Yeah, runner up. Oh, uh, yeah. Sometimes we drive three hours. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Colorado Springs drives three hours up to Laramie. It's a, <laughs> it's a hike. <laughs> Just leave uh, at eight a.m. for your your noon event. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Drive like a state and a half. Um, yeah, the drive's not too bad. You get to. Look through, look through a lot of mount, or just drive through a bunch of mountain areas. It's kind of nice. Once you're through Denver, it's great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Denver, Denver's kind of crap, but uh, yeah. So this episode's going to be about Hellfire Club. Uh, Andrew has been championing Hellfire Club since Emma came out, and uh, he beat the crap out of me at a event last week. Um, I was fortunate enough to get him this past weekend, but uh, he hasn't really lost with it. And we've I've been wanting to do a Hellfire episode, and I figured he'd be the perfect uh, perfect guest for it. So, I guess Andrew, why did you decide to start playing Hellfire? Because uh, I don't like being affiliation restricted. I like playing all of the models that I want to play. So it was kind of <laughs> so uh, Hellfire fall, fell into that, and then Emma's leadership is insane. So that also helps out a lot. Um, yeah, I think Emma's leadership is very good. Um, Emma herself is like the yeah. the hard part about it, I think. Yeah, she doesn't really pull the weight of a fourth rep, but sometimes she does the cool stuff of like can't do reactions during her turn or stuff like that. So, yeah, I find if you can get Emma to like pull her weight, then it starts looking really good. Because um, yeah. like <laughs> our game last week, she just like. Throw threw out four spenders and just like killed three of my characters. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> just need to spender people and roll wilds. That's, that's yeah, really like and somehow and uh, yeah, she needs to be like survivable enough to do that, which was kind of like we were playing scoundrels so that helped out a lot for her survivability. 
yeah, Scoundrels is a freaking disaster for my list. Um, if, if, if I don't pull Researcher, which I didn't, that's like nightmare scenario. If I get Researcher, it's very playable. But yeah, I mean, we got um, Researcher last or yesterday. So yeah, I mean, I was fortunate enough to just play on Mappy all day. So it's funny how that works. Yeah, it's like 50 <laughs> Just out, right? I roll scenarios. Uh, that's that's man that's how i feel marvel is right now it's like the team there's teams that are so good on certain scenarios and you just kind of hope that your crisis variance is good enough um yeah or Or you like can make it close enough i guess you have a plan right right whatever their scenario is and hopefully they don't have the plan yeah 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 i mean I mean, if you're playing on like a bad scenario for you, your opponent is probably playing on a good scenario for them, I would think. So I don't know. I mean, senators might it, it just might be less bad for them. Why senators? Uh, I don't know. Like seeing like we have the team tournament where it's like we have someone on senators and they don't really have a senators plan. Well, they have like a vague senators plan. It's not like the Hulk. Uh. Hulk Juggernaut Mystique. Mystique, yeah. Yeah, like where it's like your plan is to steal your, your two of your opponent's senators and then you score out the game really quick. It's like, well, no, we're playing like or you have like Shadowlands Daredevil. It's like, oh, you have objectives. My plan is just like getting greed rolls into you. And that's better than the I don't have a plan. So we're just uh winging it. But, right, yeah, yeah. You're just like playing it because you have to, because that yeah. event is you need to take nine of the ten extracts because you have three lists and you can't take extracts more than once. Yeah, um, I mean, you could just make that one the one you don't take. You could. I don't know. I don't know what your lists are. So yeah, um, I'm pretty sure we have a we have somebody playing senators with the Mystique team. So yeah, I think it's pretty strong into that team event. I don't. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think De- Deaton's playing Avengers, and he has a. I think he swapped in a bunch of uh, the Brotherhood stuff. So, not not on it, uh, Steve Rogers' plan. No, I think for the team Rogers. event, he's running like uh, like Sam Wilson and Mystique, kind of like what you ran at LVO. Okay, it's pretty good. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, he's got Hulk, right? He's got Hulk, and uh, I think he's running like Beta Ray, and uh, I'm not sure what else he's playing actually. But I think he's got Voodoo, and I think like Iron Fist or Cage, and then. Sure. I think he's been pretty happy with Iron Fist lately. Yeah, I mean, Beta Ray is insane in Hellfire Club. So. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, actually, I, I meant to ask you before we get into this: what is your uh, gaming background for listeners? Uh, so I've played a lot of Magic: The Gathering. I top aided a Pro Tour. I top aided one GP. Um, used it as like supplemental income for probably like five years uh hell yeah yeah it was it was pretty great and then stuff changed around like 2017 2018 for wishes of the coast so um but i played like some minis games outside of that not i played infinity semi-competitive pretty competitively i guess won a satellite event got qualified for their invitational in Spain, but wasn't able to go to that. So that was like two or three years ago. Yep. Uh, That's dope. Yeah. That's yeah. That, as far as like. Nice. So you guys, yeah, 
Marvel's a great game, obviously. Um, yeah. Uh, and then you were at LVO this past this year. Um, you won. You qualified at the event I ran locally here, which was yeah. really cool. And then uh, you almost won, which was yeah. freaking sweet. Uh, we Shield. both lost to Vince. <laughs> Too powerful. Yeah, yeah. Vince definitely, uh, as he likes to say, dark horsed everybody. Which there's a dodge X Men. Yeah, yeah. Just dodge dodge X Men is really all you have to do. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty convinced that Shield is like the best thing in the game on Mappy at this point. Yeah, um, I guess it's like the on maybe not on 15th threat, but like outside of 15th threat, yes. Right. Yeah, 15 can be a little dicey. Um, I still think it's very strong at 15, but it can be dicey. Better than Malekith at 15 on a map Yeah, yeah, I think Malekith... Malekith likes the threat more than he likes the scenarios at 15, yeah. whereas Shield likes the scenarios more than the threat. Fair. If Shield's able to play like high threat map then it's like just a shooting gallery, and it's just really, really good. Yeah, it's... <laughs> rough to play around yeah I mean, it's just lose lose all for your opponent typically i should have yeah i should have put a red room training in my list <laughs> so we could talk about this let's let's move on to the list then so uh what what is your list currently uh let me sorry i have it i have the one up from this weekend if that's the one that i yeah i pulled up the cerebro real quick or cerebro for it cool uh so i have hulk lizard Luke Cage, Beta Ray Bill, Crimson Dynamo, Emma Frost, Iron Man, Toad, Sabretooth, Apex Predator, and Rhino. And then my tactics guys right now are Fallback, Helios Laser Bombardment, My Hellfire Club, Patch Up, Brace for Impact, Heroes for Hire, Exceptional Healing, This is a Robbery, Mission Objective, and Marked for Death. And my secures are Cosmic Invasion, Superpowered Scoundrels, uh, Infinity Formula. My extracts are Scrolls, Spider Infected, and Struggle for the Cube continues. Um, Sweet. Yeah, so a recurring theme in this list is like tank models that have control effects. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of these models have damage reduction. Some of them have healing factor. Um, they Sweet. have like size three and four throws. Um, it's It's pretty obnoxious to play against. I'll say that much. Especially as like if you're planning to like do chip damage into it, it's just like kind of hard to remove models from the table. Yeah, like I can barely kill Beta Ray Bill with shield under like normal circumstances, but as soon as he like gets cover or healing, then it's just super obnoxious. Yeah, and the extra power has been really nice on a lot of these characters too. So the, uh, yeah, so that's the thing with Bill, Bill and Apex, right? Like they're freaking sick in this list because. That third power for Bill just turns on his uh his throw, which is very important. And Lizard actually really likes the power too, because like his four dice isn't gonna give him power that much, but like as soon as he's getting like two power a turn, it's like he gets a throw every other turn if he's not doing anything else. Right. So uh, Yeah, and he can even uh I guess he would have to throw on round three, right, if he interacted round one. But yeah, uh, unless he gets attacked two. or something. You, if he interacts round one? Yeah. Oh yeah, because two leadership triggers. Yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, yeah, so, that, go ahead. Uh, I, was, I was just going to say without any other interaction, right? So, but yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, if he does damage or takes damage, then that obviously helps. Um, so yeah, I mean, 
I guess like one thing I've noticed with with this leadership, I've played it a few times. So like when are you when are you typically triggering the leadership? Um, usually uh, I'm trying to greet it out as long as possible. Like if there's a, like bills up in my opponent's face and he hasn't taken damage, I might be like waiting for my opponent to like shoot into bill or like, I'm just waiting for like chip damage to happen usually to characters, but sometimes like you just want a character to live longer. So you're just like, I'm going to use it to heal this character. Usually I'm not using it to get the additional power out of it it's mostly just like the power is gravy the you're re- i'm really using it for the additional like remove or getting extra stamina yeah that makes sense because like your characters are going to get the power regardless right Un- unless they're like not holding or contesting something but um your character can is like they're pretty much always going to get the power unless they're randomly on 10 um whereas you could always heal damage yeah and so you- yeah you really just want to like keeping your characters healthy is like, it, and if you have like any of the healing factor characters to it, just like kind of stacks that way. So like you're just trying to keep them above like a threshold of getting one shot. So. Right. Yeah. I've found that. Yeah. It's, it's very hard to like chip this team and they will. And obviously your crises are like pretty fast. I'd say your extracts are like some of the fastest in the game. Yeah. Um, because it's it's like a very scenario driven team. Yeah, your right. goal is just to like stand on the scenarios and then throw your opponents off of them, so you're just scoring them through that means. Right, because you're it's really hard to remove your characters, and if you have this, it yeah, it's the displacement thing. So you're like, I want to stand on. Ideally, it's like superpowered scoundrels, and then just throw you off of it. So I'm scoring the point. You're not scoring anything, and chipping into me when I have cover is yeah, it's, it's not great. <laughs> it's not good. Um, nice. So I guess like we could talk about some of your character choices. I mean, they're all kind of. I mean, do you just want to run through like why you took each character? I guess. I mean, I was maybe thinking- it's not less obvious. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about it earlier. I did try actually some of the shooting lists. I think I like I did try Rocket Groot um, and uh, Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos as far as like trying to like be in the shooting gallery. And my experience from that was just like Groot got one shot twice by a who was it? Uh, Moon Knight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh great. <laughs> so, uh, so I just like wanted to move off of that to like something that does that won't happen with um didn't feel great i guess there but as far as like character choices go hulk is pretty self-explanatory he's just so powerful right now um lizard is really durable for what you want to be doing with this list luke cage comes with it like one of the best tactics cards in the game and still kind of fits the role his spender displaces you he's just overall he's a damage reduction yeah the damage reduction is good and then the uh he also helps like Sometimes you want to protect Emma with him, and he's one of the ways to do that. Let Emma actually just like stay in the good form and not have to transform to like try to stay alive. Right. Uh, Bitter Ray Bill falls into the same category as Lizard. It's just like really hard to remove. Really. Um, yeah, people and- have equated Bill to like Four Threat Lizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Crimson Dynamo is a tech piece for the emissions. Um, and I got to play him, I guess, the first time against you. We just forced it. 
I'm not sure if he was the right choice, but like he he still did work there. Um, Emmerfoss, the leader, he, Iron Man's in for Helios laser bombardment, and I think he's like still one of the better three threats in the game. Just like uh, the any size push is really good, damage minus one. Um, and then his homing rockets also like ignoring cover has been really relevant. That's true. Yeah, when we played on scoundrels, homing rockets like mess me up. Yeah, the, uh, the especially with all the extra power gain he has. Yeah. It was it was really good. Uh, I found so I had Logan in the list initially instead of Sabretooth, but there's just like a lot of situations where you want to be like two characters on a point sometimes to like steal the point, and I haven't found Logan to always be great like that. So, but Sabretooth has been insane almost every game I've played him. Um, and then Rhino's another tech piece for the like if you're playing like hammers or struggle for the cube, and then your opponent has like a hulk or a she hulk or like one of the like really big characters that it's just like impossible to burn down just like i'm going to remove this character from scoring for a turn and he's going to pick up the hammers and hopefully run away but like not necessarily that's not always the case for it um yeah so it's my character choices yeah that makes sense i i find that that's like it's pretty interesting with how far i think because you've like very like control centric list um whereas like emma emma just like doesn't play well on like the wide secures i think so i mean maybe i'm wrong but like i think she definitely would seems more suited to like a shootout on like map e i mean she's not durable but at least she can just shoot her gun instead of take move actions yeah i i think like the best emma has felt for me is was definitely on scoundrels because she gets to like that like kind of increases all of her like it increases her durability a lot and then being able to like get her hit wild trigger to advance people off of points has been really good and then the uh the her spender is insane right like yeah her spender is very very good yeah and that mission specifically increases like the durability of her and she gets to like kind of just be on a back point so I, i think she's probably best on like that one or like infinity formula uh definitely not like mutant madman i like i think i like her on bees probably the most because like she's also really prone to getting like dove and it's like bucky just starts shooting her it's like well are you gonna transform into diamond form okay you did so i'm gonna shoot somebody else with my ne- next activation <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually worthless so like <laughs> yeah going to diamond form is like a last resort like a like I'm going to die. So, yeah, I mean, I could see like playing her with like Medusa or Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos, to, like place her and then like shoot things. But like, you're definitely going to fall into the situation where if your opponent has any guns coming back, then she's just gonna die. So, I've yeah, kind of liked her being just like the random gun character, the like minor control piece. So like, you really just want her to be alive for her leadership and if she hopefully scoring some points somewhere that's kind of like what i want out of her sometimes she gets to spend her in ko3 models but you know like (laughs) yeah 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 definitely that's that's been my experience with her as well um if you can like if she i can see why you like her on scoundrels because i've played i've played some ebony maw on scoundrels and him like moving people off points with his wild trigger can be really obnoxious yeah and then then they won't get cover from the next attack into them or like right and you can like maybe reel them in and then spender them yeah right 
which like then like throws them away again. So yeah. it's not, <laughs> it's fine. It's great. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty annoying to, to play against for sure. Um, yeah, no, this all, this all makes pretty good sense. I think, um, yeah, Dynamo seemed cool. I, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how, how, how do you think this team performs on Mappy? Have you played a lot of Mappy with this or no? No, this is the first, that was the first game I played with Mappy. <laughs> okay. Like, like, like there's a couple of slots in here. As, when we talked earlier, it's like, you really want a five threat somewhere in here. Cause like it makes a lot of your breakpoints a lot better. So you don't have to bring like a three threat and a two threat. Uh, Cause that's like, I really don't want to play a two threat against shields. It feels so bad to just have this model. that's going to like, just get picked off and not really do anything. Yeah, especially like, since it was like, researcher and like toad yeah. is useless there. So. Yeah, uh, but that's just like a general thing. Like I don't the way two threats are like they're good some of the time right now, which is probably a good place to be. Like you don't always want to bring a two threat unless it's like shield and you're playing bullseye or like unless like your hard attrition bringing bullseye. I think is probably where I would put it. But like right, uh, yeah, like you want to fit a five threat, and you said. Uh, Olick is like maybe Red Skull. I don't think he probably fits into the list very well, but like he's definitely. Yeah, I don't think you like Red Skull that much because he doesn't need the power gain from the leadership. Yeah. Um, And Emma's already like back sitting. So, like, how good is the grunt? I don't know. Yeah. Um, But I think Ulick is insane with Hellfire. Uh, He definitely would be my choice for five in here. I've played him in Hellfire and he was like my best character. (laughs) Okay. I mean, having extra power to do his like pounders is pretty good. Yeah, the the crushing leap. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you can, as soon as he starts going, man, he's just like double crushing leap every every round. It's so obnoxious. Just and he's just, like, a, like a really good terrain throw too. Yeah. Um, yeah. His build, his builders push, or his build, the push on his builder is also any direction, which catches people out sometimes. Yeah. I I mean being it would have been pretty relevant I guess anytime you play just like it being able to push you off of a point or like yeah the awkward like trash can building car scenario is like well, I can't throw you this way or this way or this way so but getting you just off of the point is good enough Have you considered playing Okoye instead of Toad Um no actually like my my thought was like actually maybe Black Widow instead of Toad Okay. Akoya too. Um, yeah, I feel like you could give Akoya power, and then she's all of a sudden like pretty good again. Yeah, she can bodyguard I, for Emma or something. Just more defensive tech. I really wanted Toad or Black Widow usually just for like scrolls or senators. Is it like like either of those characters can move to grab the senator and then right. move away if they fail? Um, is like that's kind of why that's why I was picking between those two but bodyguard would be really good yeah i think i think akoya could be really interesting in your two threat slot and then you could play eyes on the prize too because you have you have bill already and if yeah. you bring in ulik he can play it as well yeah and i my my uh tactics cards are like not like mission objective and mark for death are just kind of like thrown in at last minute i because the, the rest of them are pretty good but the rest of them are really, really good. It's just the last. Yeah, yeah. It's those. Those two are definitely like the question marks. I would definitely. Yeah, I would definitely consider making Mark for Death uh, eyes on the prize, and then bring in 
Okoye over Toad and bring in Ulick somewhere. That could be over, like could be it, over Dynamo. Yeah, um, but yeah, that could definitely be pretty interesting. I think it's like Dynamo and I think like Rhino. Rhino's they they're just like the tech choice slots, right? So they can go in over yeah. uh, someone else. I think Rhino's really good in this list. I would I would probably try to keep him. He was really good, like the 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 scenarios where you want him. I just like. I really, I really need to play more map ease with Crimson Dynamo to see like how good he is there. Yeah, Fire Club specifically. So yeah, I've played against Dynamo with Shield on map E. He was like in Avengers list, and he was fine. Like he wasn't in. I don't think he was like insane. Um, I felt like I was able to position my guys to where Dynamo couldn't beam a bunch of my guys at the same time. Like, was it on uh, demons or was it on? Uh, Gamma. I believe it was Demons. Yeah, Gamma's going to be a separate problem, yeah, because everyone's going to be taking damage. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely Demons. That's a good point. So yeah, I guess I need to play against Dynamo and Gamma. Could be a problem. Um, But yeah, at least for Shield, you just have to flip him and then Helios him. (laughs) That's usually the answer, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Um, what else am I missing here? Yeah, it's Helios. Helios is sick in this list. You, yeah, you have so much power generation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely regret like not Heliosing your Malaketh on the start of turn two when we played. Just like, oh, here's like a start of turn two, seventeen dice Helios laser bombardment into your Malaketh. Like, cause... yeah, when I when I failed to to daze Iron Man, yeah, I, uh, you probably just rip the Helios anyway. Yeah, yeah, that would have been definitely stressful. But that was the thing. Our two games we've played, the first one was like basically your best scenario. Like you got Scoundrels and I pulled Legacy. Yeah. And then this week, I didn't get quite my... I got my best scenario with you winning priority. So I got like Infinity Researcher. Yeah. Or, yeah. Because I would, I would much rather play an Infinity than Cosmic or Scoundrel. Yeah. And um, researcher is the best extract for you. So, oh yeah, researcher is insane in my list. Yeah, uh, it's just really stupid scenario. Let's talk about the restricted cards then. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like patch up is really good anytime you have durable characters, more than one. So that's kind of the choice there. And I don't think I want to play any of the other ones. I guess sacrifice would be a thought to like try to save Emma, and brace is like brace. So. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if you're running like Hulk, it's scary to not have Brace because people can just eat him around. Yeah. And I guess you have Rhino too. Yeah. And you really don't like even getting your Rhino thrown into your, or not Rhino, Sabretooth or Crimson Dynamo are both size three. Lizard size three. So like. Yeah. A lot of big boys. Yeah. Thankfully, Emma can Brace on on her card. Uh, I got to use a the shield mind for the first time yesterday which is pretty really funny. yeah was it chris's emma like moving you and you shield minded it no it was a a spider-man tried to uh web pull oh yeah <laughs> I, I shield mind the web pull so <laughs> <laughs> did your was your opponent just like oh i forgot about that yeah it was well it was, it was like is that really the text on that card it's like yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, web web 
web lines can be stopped by uh, telekinetics in this game or tele- telepathy. It's, it's weird. Yeah. And res- uh, yeah, restraint cables, whatever, all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can like shield mind Omega Red. It's, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. very weird. <laughs> Let's talk about the extracts then. I, yeah, I've just, I felt ever good every time I played scrolls. I don't know what it is about scrolls itself. So it's just like, I don't know if it's particularly good with Emma, but I think it's, it's pretty reasonable to like for lizard to just like grab one of the side ones and just like, this is my scroll. Same thing with like Luke cage or Vader Ray bill, uh, spider infected. I've just liked having as far as it's pretty punishing for people to play with, including me punishes me a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then struggle for the cubes also in that category of like, I like the higher scoring ones rather than the like Montesi formula. Um, uh, it's just, I, I like the gameplay, I guess more with them, not necessarily, they're not necessarily good with actually, I think struggle for the cube is really good with Emma, but spider infected is like kind of hit or miss. Yeah. I mean, with cubes, you can heal back the damage. Yeah. Guaranteed. You can heal back the damage. So like you're like you could pop the leadership immediately. Yeah. And feel good about it. Yeah. And you just have like infinite power. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, cubes is like a no brainer. Um, spiders, I think, is like a good meta call. I think a lot of the top teams just don't like playing on it. And you're probably just happy to make them like annoyed, even if it annoys you as well. Yeah. Um, and scroll, I could see why that'd be great. Cause I mean, I played Hulk and Lizard on scrolls and it was sick. Uh, yeah. Lizard can like single move grab the close scroll. Yeah. Or they have like a really high chance to not be pushed. Yeah. And even if he is pushed, moving back is like fine, right? Most people can't move to be within range. Bucky might be able to move to be in range. Yeah. If Lizard gets pushed from the close scroll and then walks backwards, he should be in with range two of your deployment to like not get deception. Okay. I'm pretty sure that that works. Okay. Um, so that's, that's yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I think if you just have like somebody behind him, like on the deployment line, just like deploy two characters right next to each other in the middle should work out. Um, all right, so I found my questions. Okay. Uh, so are there any like learning curves with this list that you found? I mean, we talked about the leadership a little bit. Yeah, I'd say the leadership ability is definitely one of the things. And then I think like it's just like a general Marvel thing is like knowing what your opponent's plan is is really important to like what you're what you're choosing to do, right? So it's like when when do I want to bring Iron Man with Helios? Because it's not that's not always the case. Or uh when do I want to bring Luke Cage with uh Heroes for Hire? Is there a situation where we want to bring Luke Cage that doesn't have heroes? Um, or, and then I guess when do you bring Hulk? Because I played Hulk one of three games yesterday. I think that was probably correct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Hulk Hulk plus Emma is like a lot of threat, right? So yeah. you're already at minimum half your threat. Yeah, and like Hulk isn't necessarily better than like lizard plus Luke cage. Right. Right. So, or yeah, which is weird to say. Cause like, I would say other normally he would be, but right with her leadership, probably maybe not. 
Well, it's just like a lot of times you want to be able to connect, contest multiple scenario objectives and Hulk only usually contests one, right? Right. You can test it really well, but it's it's usually only one. So Hulk also actually really likes Emma's leadership. It's like healing one damage or like sometimes doing a damage to him randomly is like really good. So like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he could just... Yeah, the extra power can help Hulk for sure. Um, he also can start on the on an objective if it's the right objective. Yeah. So you could have him... You could play the leadership before he gets to go. And have four power on the first turn. Yeah. So it's like the best, but like the extra power on the next turn gives you like the throw or maybe like the spender. Or you might be able to like move spender somebody. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... I mean, he can he could midline steal if your opponent like doesn't take his objective, right? Oh like, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's like move, move, interact, gamma leap, or whatever order you want to do it in. Yeah, because um, you could do that in Avengers, but obviously you could just do it off the rip with Steve. Um, it's like kind of similar with Emma if you have the right objective for it. It just requires one turn of setup. Right, yeah, and you need you need like a map D or E. Um and then you need to wait until the end of the first turn to trigger Emma's leadership to give him the power to do the thing. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You need you need one turn to turn leadership on, which I mean it could be sus because then like the rest of your team is gonna get power burned. You, one character doesn't, right? Like Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, one character gets to move to one of the objectives and not get burned and like Right. Depending. Yeah, so maybe I, yeah. it's not that great. It might be good, like fourth activation or something, where you're like your opponent hasn't picked up all their senators, but that's the only one that it's on, right? Like, that's fair. Yeah, if if there, yeah, senators, you could like, yeah, if they don't have one, you could take one of theirs. Yeah, do the whole brotherhood thing. Yeah, interesting, reasonable. Um, and then, like, do you have any like common common squads that you play with this? I mean. It seems very like uh, loose or ad hoc. You kind of just play what makes sense. Usually, yeah. Like it's it's matchup dependent, right? Like I was talking about Toad earlier, not wanting to play into like Shield, where it's like, oh, I have this two threat that just wants to die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Toad's not great at Shield. <laughs> yeah, or like, or then like some matchups like where you really want Toad for like if you're playing like I'm playing like Hulk, Emma Frost, Toad, or Hulk, Emma Frost. Like, I kind of want Toad to like be contesting more objectives right or like doing the like against x-men having access to more button pushes is always always helpful um yeah it's it's more like what your opponent's playing and then like i guess if we crimson if we get an e-mission we want to try this crimson dynamo i don't yeah yeah people dynamo is like the freaking insane on map b um yeah i have played against him on on and like I, I think I've played against Convocation playing him. Obviously, Shield. Uh, then you played him, and I think Avengers have played him into me. And he's good. I think he's better than a lot of things you could be playing. I don't know. I don't think he like fixes that scenario if you're like not a optimal map E team on his own. Yeah, it was mostly just like I want to try him, and I yeah. haven't had the opportunity to try him yet like extensively so it's just been he's just been in like every list i've played so far because i and i played one e-mission out of the like 15 or 20 games i've played with yeah list, so yeah that makes sense i mean is anybody locally running e-missions other than me i don't know 
Uh, I mean, I think there's a couple people who play like Demons Gamma something, but uh, that's also the, I'm not. I guess I should maybe consider taking my extracts to try to get things things on it. But generally, whenever I see Demons, I'm just like, you know what? I'm taking my secures. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not gonna play this. <laughs> we can do something else. Like, yeah, that's something I when I'm like trying to practice for list building, I'll like give my opponent priority and like if there's some kind of specific scenario want to play on um yeah it's and then, good, good for stress testing and then need to evaluate like that against like wh- how much better or worse than an, uh, one of my other four threats right like because i think and right yeah it's really awkward that was that was something that we also discussed was 19 point threshold was pretty awkward for this list yeah because you have to play you have to play like five wide with like a bunch of fours and like a three right it was like you could play Emma, Hulk, and then the three threes. Or you could play like four fours and a three. Right. And those were like your options. <laughs> like, it's not great. I mean, yeah, I definitely could see that on like demons being an issue. Because um, like a lot of those characters are just going to get shot to death. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it also depends on what your opponent is playing too, right? I guess at that point, but it was like none, neither of those felt good against Shield specifically. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at our list and I'm just like, uh, it pretty much comes down to like the scenario pull. I think like someone's going to be hugely advantaged here. Yeah, and even if they're hugely advantaged, I think both of our games came down like they were both really, really close. They were, yeah. Yeah, the one on Scoundrels was like a 17-16. Yeah. And then it was like a the 16, Researcher Infinity 14. was like tied for most of the game. Well, I, I think I got ahead early on it. And then you then you killed all my models. Yeah, I, ma- I managed to <laughs> claw the game back. It was yeah. not looking great for me, I don't and think. The, the opposite happened on uh, Scoundrels where you were like super far ahead. And then I managed to claw the game back. So like, Right. Yeah, I think both those games... The person who had the attrition lead ended up winning, yeah. which is interesting. Um, I think it probably has to do with the extract speed because we played two slow extracts, Researcher yeah. and Legacy. So like, it's probably more advantageous to just try to fight people, even if you're down a lot of VPs on slow extracts. Probably. I mean, because yeah. you can score so fast if you get a head on attrition. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, if you start removing bodies, you can just score like five points or something, right? And the game ends in like two rounds. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a mistake for me to try to get an early VP lead um, on like a slow extract that game. It definitely can't. It, they both came down to the wire, so. Yeah. Uh, are you planning on sticking with this list going forward? Um, it's like buggy years coming up. Are you thinking about staying with this? Uh, I'm thinking about sticking with the majority of the list, right? Uh, I might play. With, I like Gwenpool a lot, so she might find mm. her way some because she fits all of the things like damage minus one, uh, rerolls, likes extra power. Her cards are sick, and I have these two extra card slots that like would be fine to be Gwenpool cards. That's true. Her card, her both of her cards are like really good. Yeah, and. I mean, she doesn't have that much displacement. She has the one card, but it's a, it's a quite a range. 
Oh, dude, that range is insane. Yeah. Like, if you're shooting at range four, then you teleport them, like, range one behind you. Yeah. It's, like, it's really, really far. Yeah, yeah, into your entire team, too, right? Yeah. That, that card costs three power, right? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So you can do it on starter two. Yeah, 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 with with the leadership. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that card. <laughs> oh, Bucky's all of a sudden teleported into my opponent's team. Sick. Like to run away. I don't know if he's going to get the option too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I probably murder. I don't know if it's, I think I probably murder Howling Commandos first. Well, at least with Commandos, you they have stealth. That's not. I don't know how relevant that is if they get teleported like range five. Right, but they. Oh, you they, have to be within range four. Yeah. Okay. You would have to be in range three to even shoot them. Yeah. So then, yeah, the teleport distance on them is like way less. Yeah, but Bucky's. Uh, yeah, Bucky is scary. scary. Yeah, Nick. Nick is a problem too. Yeah, it's it's not good. Um. Yeah, I man, the first time I read that card, I thought like she teleported to there to the enemy and i was like yeah it seems fine but no it actually just teleports the enemy yeah it's way better when that happens right oh no hey gunpool seems dope um she doesn't have any displacement though other than the card yeah she can like the fact that she can like move do her range four attack and then place three on the first turn is pretty pretty cool but yeah, outside of that, not not having other displacements might be a problem. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Plus, I think like your slots are a little tight to like try to make a map be as playable as possible. Yeah. So she might it, if it depends on like this Crimson Dynamo thing, right? Like if she yeah. goes into Crimson Dynamo slot to just like try to make some matchup better, I guess. Yeah, I mean, maybe Rocket and Groot could be a play. I just the the roster slots seem really tight, though. I think yeah. like Dynamo is probably the only question mark character. Maybe Rhino, but I think Rhino is pretty sick. Here. Yeah, he he's felt good when whenever I've played him, but it's a matter of like playing the appropriate missions for him. So he's all he's just like not a character that you jam every game. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think this list is like crazy good in X Men. Yeah, because you can be kind of wide, and X Men, and you're pretty durable. I would say you're pretty durable. So. Yeah, you're like durable enough to where X Men are gonna like struggle to kill you, and you have a lot of fast characters. Uh, a lot of characters are size three and four. They just like can't be moved by Beast and Storm. Yeah, it felt really good. Like when I played X Men earlier, having it was like Lizard and apex on a flank against uh beasts emma and it's like well you can't just dis- like your your displacement is emma rolling a wild and then i'm gonna throw beast into emma frost like three times yeah i mean yeah she could brace herself right but if she has power for yeah her. maybe she doesn't have power um yeah but yeah and then emma can your emma can randomly like mess with logan she like rolls decently yeah um yeah no it's it seems really good in dexman um sweet uh all right well is there anything else you want to shout out before we uh sign this off 
Shout out to the local crew in Laramie and Castle Rock in Denver. Thanks for coming up to all of our events. Uh, and I guess we have a LVO qualifier on June 17th in Castle Rock. We do. And I'll be out of town for a wedding. Unfortunate. Giving all the rest of us a chance. <laughs> I mean, geez, I, I did not do well. Like this last weekend was the first time I did well again. I like Ben beat the crap out of me. And then I lost to you at the other event. So, I mean, but two one is not bad, right? Like that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think I went. I did go one and two at that that event a while yeah. back. It was before Adepticon, and I was like list homeless. <laughs> but now you have a home. I do have a home. Yeah, it's it's been fun. Um, yeah. So, is there anywhere anywhere anyone can listen to you or hear from you or contact you? No, really I, sure. I try to isolate myself from everything. So, <laughs> hell yeah, I can I can respect that. Um, thanks for having me on. Yeah, dude, thanks for coming on. This was a uh, really fun, and I hope uh, the listeners enjoyed it. Um, this is sort of like a uh, impromptu Hellfire Christmas episode. Um, so, Memorial all right, listeners, Day. thanks for listening. Uh, see you next time. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our thoughts on the game. As the game changes, the information in this episode may become less relevant, so bear that in mind if you're listening from the future. We also want to thank Discount Games Inc. and Blackgate Games. If you don't have a local game store and they can't get what you're looking for, check out those guys. They'll sort you out. Finally, a big thank you to Atomic Mass Games for making such an awesome game. We'll see you next time in The Danger Room. Simulation complete.